the Business Storytelling Podcast with Christoph Trapp. Available on Google, Spotify, Apple, Pandora, and other podcast channels. Want to play it on your iPhone? Just ask Siri to play the Christoph Trapp Business Storytelling Podcast. Also available on Alexa. Here's Christoph with today's episode. I want to talk about what are you going to do when your number gets called and really what happens in the NFL all the time. And I appreciated it so much. Probably one of the better seasons of the Washington football team and maybe even the Dan Snyder era. When RJ3 was there, certainly that was exciting. There were other seasons that were exciting here and there. Uh, but this season really was something. It was interesting for, you know, best drama in the league. But let's talk about the quarterback, Taylor Henneke. And this uh, this person was um, studying, was taking exams, was taking finals, and his number got called. He was called up to the um, to the practice squad, and then he started his first NFL game in the NFL playoffs. And he, did, I thought he did great. I thought he balled. I thought he was awesome. Um, certainly gave us a chance to win. And the reason. I'm bringing this up here. We're not a sports show. We're not a sports talk show or anything like that. Uh, but how do we use these kind of things, this kind of thinking in the uh, business world? And here's what I mean by that. How are you going to be ready when your number gets called? Now, I, I get it. NFL, lifespans of players are a little shorter. You know, most people play three to four years. Uh, Tom Brady, who is like my age, um, he was actually at Michigan when I was at Iowa. And th- they're the rarity, right? Drew Brees, he was at Purdue when, when I was at Iowa, I think. And But at the end of the day, you've got to be ready when there's an opening, when there's an opportunity. So think about it this way. You work on your content team. You work on your marketing team. You work on wherever you work. And how are you going to be ready to move up or move forward or, or move to, into whatever role you want to move into. And now let's be very clear. Not everybody has to become a manager. Not everybody has to become an executive. Not everybody has to become whatever. That's the Peter principle. Just because you're really good at sales doesn't mean you know how to manage salespeople. That's not a new concept. Don't don't at me on Twitter about, I don't know what I'm talking about. That is not my thing. Not I didn't come up with that. So just something to keep in mind, right? It's not always moving up in an organization, but it's moving over or moving into more responsibility or moving into a different role. Now, certainly some organizations are not structured correctly um, to, to actually make that work. The only way to advance is you have to be promoted and now you have to manage people. But this concept, what I wanna talk about, can be applied everywhere. It can be applied, interns can use it, Content creators can use it, strategists can use it, managers can use it, everybody can use it. And basically what it comes down to is how do you build your base of your knowledge and you know how to do things, you know how to think strategically, you you know how to think um, collaboratively as well, if you think about it. And You apply that, and then when the opportunity comes, you either move on up in a company or you move to another company. You know, your number might not be called on the same team. Your number might not be called in the same company. Your number might be called, you know, maybe you go out on your own. Maybe you have a site project. Let's be honest. I got this Amazon 
live stream. And guys, on Amazon Live, I'm highlighting this chair. So if you want to take a look at this chair, uh, currently $189.99. I love it. I love it. I love it. And then, of course, I'm live streaming with the iPad over there. I don't know if you guys need me to actually um, highlight the iPad, but the iPad is over there. I got my AirPods in. Everything is working uh, as far as I can tell. And, you know, there we go. I got my stand-up desk behind me. So we'll stay on the Apple iPad for a little bit as the featured item. That's how I'm live streaming on, you know, just my iPad. So completely Apple on the live stream in case in case you're wondering. But think about it this way. You have to learn the base, the foundation. If you're going to be a content marketer, you got to learn how to tell good stories. You got to learn how to write. Writing has evolved so much, right? You still got to write stuff for the website, but you also got to write things for the headline. I'll talk about that on Tuesday morning. We have another live stream coming up that's sponsored by Restream. So I hope you're going to join me for that. We'll be right here again, Tuesday morning, 7 a.m. Chicago time, bright and early. There's another one tomorrow. We're going to talk about testing tomorrow afternoon. How do you test? What do you test? How do you do that? And hopefully you can join me for that as well. Right here, um, you know, uh, wherever you are, that, that works for me. But my point is, think about how do you um, learn the basics? And I think for a marketer, um, there's many, many different things you have to learn today. And they talk about the T-shaped marketer. Not necessarily a huge fan of that concept, um, honestly, but at the end of the day, you have to learn different things. And at the very least, you gotta understand how it works. So I'll give you an example. If I'm a content strategist, I still have to learn and or know at least how um, conversational marketing works. I still have to know how um, digital ads go, how they work, you know, what's the concept. I don't have to know every little detail. I don't have to know every little thing, I, but I have to know some of those things. I also have to know, you know, how um, cadences work in email. I have to know what are the systems. How do they go together? How do they work together? So just something to think about that you want to know some of those basics and then continuously work on up. So I'll give you an example. As a content strategist or content marketer, there's many, many different roads you can take. And so, for example, you can be a content strategist. You can be a freelance writer. You can you know, do some of those things. Um, Michelle Garrett, she has a fantastic Twitter handle, uh, PR is us, if you want to check her out. Uh, really interesting stuff. She shares stuff about freelancing. Sarah Townsend was on the show um, a little bit ago. She has a book on the topic, uh, Stefan Palios uh, as well. So check those books out. There are a couple episodes back. Uh, I, I, I couldn't tell you how many, uh, but they were on the show previously. And at the end of the day, you got to figure out where you want to expand. So build the base. If you're going to become a content marketer, freelance writing might be some of that freelance content strategy might be some of that. The the thing to keep in mind, if you're going to do freelancing, you also got to sell your stuff, right? If you're running a content team or you are part of a content team uh, at a company, depending what your role is, you're never involved in sales. Now, I'm not a salesperson. I think of myself as a consultative uh, partner. That doesn't mean I'm not selling anything to anybody. I, I do. But it's different. So, for example, right now we're on Amazon Live, guys. A good audience tuning in. 
I'm not selling anything to anybody. What I'm doing is I'm just trying to share some knowledge. And we have 39 products listed at the bottom here um, that you can choose from if you might be interested. And, you know, some of them are more um, important to what we're currently talking about. You have my book down here, Content Performance Culture. I hope you take a look at that one. Um, you know, if you are a content, uh, content strategist or digital marketer, we also have discovering job joy, Patty Shada. She was on the show previously. Mean people suck. That's another thing to think about. Don't let people push you down. And this is actually a thing that happens more and more. For example, let's say one kid plays the same position as somebody else's kid. And that somebody else comes up to your kid and says, you suck. Well, first of all, that's mean. That's what Michael Brenner called mean people. Mean people suck. Nobody disagrees with that. But why are they telling the kid that they suck? So now I'm using the term sucking more. I mean, you guys are following, right? But why is that person telling the other person that they suck? Because they want to make space for their own kid. And in corporate America, unfortunately, this kind of behavior still happens more than it should. And so don't let people put you down. Don't let people make you feel bad. Don't let people, you know, be, uh, be rude, be mean. And here's the thing. I love collaborating. I love building on things. I don't love crappy feedback. And what I mean by crappy feedback is kind of what I just talked about. When people are just trying to throw stones or people don't know, or people don't have the background to even give good feedback or people you know, don't understand how it works. So I'll give you an example, SEO. I just read somewhere the other day that the average B2B blog post gets about 20, no, I'm sorry, 49 organic page views I think per month. And what's interesting about that, if you say to me, your article is going to get 49 page views, that's not a ton, right? So for example, it looks like we might be on track to have a few thousand viewers of this show. But if you told me I had three, was that worth it? Was that worth it? I don't, right? It's not. But but here's the reality of things. First of all, it is worth it because when I started live streaming and podcasting, <clears throat> I didn't start at the top. I'm still not at the top. I'm slowly and surely clawing my way up. But you start somewhere. And there are ways to accelerate the growth, but there are some realities, right? So I'll give you an example. When Ben Smith was on the show, Ben runs or maybe, uh, or ran, I don't know if it's still around or not, but it's not my, I'm not his target audience, but he runs a website. Old Time Central, I think. Basically, for people who play those folk instruments. That's not what I do at all, period. But he has a number of audience members that might be interested in that topic. And I think he told me 50,000 around the globe, or maybe it was North America only, I don't know. So 50,000. So once he reaches 100,000 on his website, chances are he probably reached everybody that's out there. You have some bleed over, some irrelevant audience, you know, whatever. And this is another reason why it's so important to have a good audience on your website, because 
if you don't, you're probably not hitting any of the right people. So just keep that in mind that um, not everybody knows everything. So the reason I brought up that example is because if I celebrate 55 organic views on a B2B blog, for example, that is like off the chart. That's above and beyond, according to this report. But if somebody says to me, well, that's not enough. I'm like, well, that's like above industry standard, right? So like, how do you take that feedback? It's not really feedback. It's really just somebody trying to push you or push you more or harder or push you out even, depending on what the intent is, but, or if it's a client, for example. But that's why it's so important that you have to set the expectations. You have to understand the market and then move forward from there. For example, I have pushed authentic storytelling for years and it is actually being fruitful. Companies are trying to do it. More companies are trying to do it. It's, you know, authentic storytelling is part of content marketing. It's not that different, but it's, you know, it's about telling the company's story, moving forward from there and doing that all the time and staying in front of people. So the way you do that is you keep going, you keep honing your craft. And when your number gets called, you're ready to go like Taylor Henneke was. Now, who knows how long your shot is? Who knows where it is? But, you know, you want to be ready. So let's talk about, um, there's a couple other things I want to talk to you about uh, on, on the Amazon live stream, building a story brand. That's one um, one of the books I'm highlighting. If you want to take a look at that, it's it's a um, pretty good concept. Uh, you might see the, he the uh, microphone behind me here, this one. That's the one I normally use when I record over here. Uh, I think I'm going to start doing more of these. I, what do you guys think? Do you guys like it? Uh, I know I'm showing more of my body, which I'm not necessarily a big fan of, um, but so I use my AirPods to do that. Um, and then I got this wonderful chair. The camera I'm not using today, that's up here, of course. Let me see if there's anything else I should mention really quickly. I don't think so. But at the end of the day, make sure that you hone your craft. Make sure you know what you want to do. That's actually one of the things I always found very surprising. When I run teams, I always ask people, what are their goals? What are they trying to accomplish? What, what are they passionate about? What do they like to do? And I like to help them achieve those goals as part of our company goals, right? So if somebody wants to be a really good SEO content writer and I need to improve SEO, that's a fantastic match, right? It's an awesome match, quite frankly. So I have benefit to help them grow. They have benefit to partner with me and be part of the team. So the thing to think about though is, what are you trying to do? Why are you trying to do it? Don't overthink it. And whatever your answer is, you don't, it's not a lifetime appointment, a lifetime commitment. It's not, right? Um, Taylor Henneke, he was ready to give up on football, it looks like. He was ready to do uh, whatever he was doing, math. He was taking some cl classes and exams in math. So, you know, I grew up as a journalist and I'm not in journalism anymore. Even though a lot of the things I do today, they are very journalistically driven. So I'll give you an example. So right now, 
We're just talking, you know, and me trying to share this story with you is actually something I learned in journalism. But I was in journalism. I didn't really do a live stream. And, you know, it does look like we're having a good audience here turn out. Uh, and once once again, we're live streaming this with my iPad, which I just made the featured item on Amazon. And um, back, I remember when I was a journalist, so I was a writer mostly. And what happened is the TV station and the newspaper station were owned by the same company. So they asked the newspaper people to go on TV. And I, you know, of course I volunteered. I wanted to learn, I wanted to do it. And I wouldn't dress like this, right? Obviously I would uh, put some stuff on my head and I actually have some powder over here um, when the light is really on my on my face. Uh, with this setup, I don't need it, even though I'm thinking about maybe I should get like a like a ring light or something. There are some ring lights in the items below on Amazon Live if you guys want to take a look. Um, but I think I might get one that goes on a tripod I can put right there and that can shine the light on me. Why not? Why not? Why not? So we'll see how that goes. And the other thing I might try actually is um, to do, when I do a live stream with guests, I might try to do it this way as well. Put my iPhone over there, my, my iPad in my hand, and I can sit here like this and then basically, um, we'll do that. We'll we'll see how that works. Um, you can't, yeah, you can still edit and whatever, but but I don't know if people like it better if, if I'm more on screen. The one thing I do like about this, I can show you this awesome chair, which I'm gonna highlight that again, feature that again on um, Amazon. As you can see, it's super cool. Watch, you can go back and lie down a little bit. So if you're just thinking about stuff or, you know, whatever, uh, thinking time is something we all need to find time to do. Just something something to keep in mind. But um, build that base. And my base was journalism. My base was writing. And then I expanded that. How did I tell, how do I tell stories? And here's the other thing I learned. As a journalist, you don't have any stories until people talk to you. And the reality of today's marketer is marketers also don't have stories until people talk to them. Because we need to share stories all the time. And if all we do is share stories um, that are just like four bullet points, we're not gonna have enough stories. We're not gonna have enough stuff that's worth listening to over and over and over. It's not gonna work. It's not going to work. What you need to do is you need to talk to people. You need to talk to the executives, the CEO. Why did we start this company? What are we trying to do? What's new? What's new? What's new? What are customers saying? Uh, what are, you know, what's new in the marketplace? And you always have something to say. I'm not talking about newsjacking. When the U.S. Capitol was, uh, the mob stormed the U.S. Capitol here last week, you know, I paused all my social media. I, in fact, I stopped a live stream. I canceled it. I moved it to next week. Um, and that's the way to do it. I mean, you know, don't newsjack stuff. Don't always have something to say, but share your story consistently all the time. Get out there, do what you got to do and, you know, move forward as a brand. And so I learned that as a journalist. And today I took those skills and I moved them into new areas. So, for example, this whole live streaming thing, it's very journalistically driven. If you think about it, um, you know, I learned how to be a content 
promoter, quite frankly. Uh, but you, but here's the thing: you can't promote any content if you don't have a good story. Like I'm promoting content, but who cares if it's crap? Crap, of course, stands for content really annoying to people. We don't want that. So, what my recommendation is for everyone: set your goals, figure out what you can, what you, what you're good at, figure out where there's a marketplace. Even if you're a little early, if you have a little bit of a runway, you know maybe that's possible. Also know what you don't do. You know, when people come to me and they say, well, we need the website update and we need this and this and this. I ask, well, what does that mean? You get the website updated. And if they need a developer, it's not me. I can hire a developer. I actually had a project not too long ago. I found a developer like this, uh, you know, Kevin Harder. He's uh, based here in Iowa. Known him for many years from from WordPress meetups and such. And he, he did the work, like the development work right away. I did the strategy, I did the rough layout or not, you know, he did the layout really, but but I said, here's kind of what I'm trying to accomplish, here's I think how it should look, et cetera, et cetera. And then he implemented it. I have gotten better at design. Canva has been a godsend, honestly. We create many of my own designs, um, especially on the podcast, especially on the live stream, especially on the, um, the blog, authenticstorytelling.net, if we haven't connected there yet, feel free to do so. Uh, I'm going to move this back over here to uh, the iPad. And of course, you guys see I'm live streaming with my AirPods. The AirPods are fantastic. I am a huge fan. I really am because they're just awesome. Noise cancellation is awesome. My daughter walked by. She was trying to be quiet. But again, I can't hear anything anywhere else because I'm in my own little world. I'm in, in my world with you guys. So, um, but anyway, no what you want to do, build your skills, and align it with companies that need that help. I was talking to a company, and they, first of all, they wanted to have a meeting with me. And in that meeting, they wanted me to give them a strategy. And here's the reality of the thing. Strategies take time to create. I can give you a template, but why do you have to talk to me? Just Google content strategy template. I mean, seriously. And, but really what they wanted is a strategy for free. So that's another thing you have to think about as you're wondering, is your number really being called or is somebody trying to scam you? Sometimes they don't try to scam you, but they're, they're trying to take advantage of you, right? Because if somebody is desperate, they might give it away for free. Don't give away work for free. And even when companies ask you to do a project, I've done, I've done that too. And either it was just really a practice project or something I would never use. For example, when I hire writers, everybody has clips. But here's the reality of clips, that you don't know how many people edited them. You don't. Could have been four edits and nothing left from what the person wrote. So I always like a writing test, but I would not use the writing test. It was really just everybody did the same thing. Back in the day, I was interviewing with a newspaper. This is like 20 some years ago. They made me write an article and they wrote, they, they published the article and they didn't even write, they didn't even pay me. And that's, that's uh, exploitation, quite frankly, because here's the thing. If you're gonna use whatever you get, you get work for free. So on the flip side, don't fall for that. They're not calling your number. They're just trying to get something from you for free. So be very aware of that. 
how that can work um, and just really evaluate what are your boundaries and whatever. Um, my boundaries when it comes to speaking is if I speak for free at an event and so speaking, let's just start it right here. Speaking is actually, especially right now, because you can just do it, you know, virtually. So like this, I mean, I just, you know, I took a break from the NFL games, came down here. We're going to, we're almost done, uh, I think, but, um, you know, set up the tripod, set up the iPad, uh, turn on my AirPods and we're good to go. But at the end of the day, um, I, uh, speaking and even having a podcast gives you some authority, right? Because people can see you, people can hear you, they can hear your thought process. And, and currently, I pretty much like, you know, if I can get paid to speak, I'll do it. But if somebody wants me to speak about a topic that I've already spoken about, or I need a PowerPoint deck any for, or it's a topic I haven't spoken on, and I really want to see how the market reacts to it, I probably will speak for free. So if you're an event planner, cover your ears, you didn't hear it. But for the most part, especially right now, super easy. But here's here are my my rules around that. If the organizer is nitpicky, if they want to have 8,000 meetings for whatever reason, anything like that, I'm not doing it. They can be nitpicky if they pay me, I don't know, $3,000 for a speaking engagement. If they don't pay me, there's no nitpicking. At the end of, end of story. I don't have time for it because here's the thing you have to think about. Everything you do takes time away from other things. I started learning live streaming and I think that helps me in my professional career. It helps me be ready when my number is called to run a live stream or run podcasts. So think about the rules in your head of what you're gonna allow and what's necessary to take that next step. And just something, just something to keep in mind. There is some opportunity to do content creation for free. For example, uh, you know, I, I do uh, pitch articles to the Content Marketing Institute from time to time, and they ran my one on voice search, um, and they did edit it a little bit, and we went back a couple of times, um, and that's okay. They didn't pay me, but the, but it's different, right? Um, that's kind of the model they use. Um, if I do it on a company's behalf, of course, I get paid there or, you know, whatever. But um, but in that case, I didn't get paid by anybody. It was just my own thing, AuthenticStorytelling.net. Um, but I saw that was a good opportunity because those guys are awesome uh, at CMI. At, at CMI. Um, love them. They uh, have been great partners the last few years, uh, have been a content marketing world. So that helps me be ready, right? Helps me network. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. So, keep learning, keep studying, keep honing your skills. Um, don't necessarily become a T-shaped marketer, but some of that you want to learn, some of that you want to do, um, and then you know you can build things from there. You can grow from there. You can um, you can adjust from there and be versatile and you know um, be ready when something opens up at a company or when a new area breaks open. Who would have thought that digital transformation was such a big thing this last year? All my speaking engagements went downhill, but I certainly had some digital transformation engagements over the year. 
Um, that's all I have on the topic for today. It looks like we had a great turnout on Amazon. We will um, flip off Amazon here right now. And the other channels, wasn't able to look, guys, because I'm talking to you. Um, so I'll, I'll check them out now. If anybody left any comments or questions or thoughts, I'll try to circle back to you. Uh, you can always email me, ctrap at gmail.com. Look at that. We almost got to 30 minutes. That's kind of unbelievable, quite frankly. Um, so Christoph Trapp here, your host and author. Content Performance Culture is my book. Business Storytelling Podcast is the podcast. The audio version of this will run pretty quickly here in a few hours. Just going to put it together, edit it, uh, put some music on and, and get it over there. Thanks, everyone, for watching and listening. Until next time. I'm currently accepting requests for future virtual and on-site keynotes and workshops. In 2020 alone, I've spoken in Singapore and Istanbul, virtually of course, thanks COVID. I can't wait to get back on the road, and if we still can't get on the road in 2021, I would be happy to speak at your event virtually. Please reach out to me, ctrap at gmail.com or authenticstorytelling.net. Thank you.